silent meeting, eyes to eye, heart to heart, is perhaps the most important part of our whole gathering. Although it often takes some time to cultivate a sensitivity to the vibrational connection and transmission that can be made when two beings in the remembrance of God and seeing the presence of God in the other can invoke and bring down and into this plane that supreme eternal essence that too often we forget that we are. The ego is that forgetfulness. We could say that the ego is a venereal disease because it's a veneer over this vast soul consciousness which in turn sits upon an even vaster transfinite Atman consciousness. But this little veneer that is in a state of dis-ease prevents us from realizing this infinitude of our being, of love and of joy and of bliss and of wisdom. So we have to learn to cure this venereal disease. The veneer is kind of like a scum. Many people think of the ego as scum, but it's not just particular egos. And if you think of it as, a, as this thin film on top of a pond, It is part of the entirety of the pond. It's not even different. But it just so happens as a natural process that this film forms on the surface. And the problem is not the film itself. The problem is that you identify with it as if that's all you are and forget that the whole depth of this lake beneath it, which leads to the ocean of the universal, transfinite consciousness is part of this same body of water that you really are. But because you identify only with this thin, lacking, meaningless film, there is always a sense of unease. And so we have to crack through that belief. We don't have to change anything. The pond is perfect as it is. But it's only the belief that we are only this thin film on top of it is the problem. So Sri Ramana was very fond of saying, we're already liberated, you don't have to do anything. Except let go of the false belief that you're not liberated. Because this thin film is constantly talking to you and saying, ah, it's impossible, it's unimaginable, I could never become enlightened, I could never achieve liberation. It's too hard. Can't even begin to fathom how I would do it. When all along, you already are it. So another metaphor for our condition in egoic consciousness would be a kind of a veterinary disease. We'll change it a little bit from venereal. Think of an elephant. Elephants often in India represent the the Atman, right? Ganesha has the elephant head, (coughs) son of Shiva. So... You're an elephant, but there's a flea in your ear. And this flea is a talking flea, and it's talking to itself about its problems. And fleas have a lot of problems, you know. They're always fleeing and, uh, and biting, and, and they're always worried that they're going to get crushed. 
and uh, they have an inferiority complex and they try to compensate for it, etc. But anyway, the flea is talking in the ear of the elephant and the elephant mistakenly believes that it's its own thoughts in its mind because it's happening inside its head. So it must be these flea thoughts. And instead of having proper elephant thoughts, it's having these little flea thoughts. And it doesn't know that all it has to do is just get the flea out of its ear and it's fine. It will be in peace and bliss and all is well. But because it believes it, it's stuck with this terrible inferiority complex and sense of being a a microscopic little insect, etc., etc. You can imagine the neuroses that fleas must have and low self-esteem, etc. But the elephant is fine. And other elephants that don't have this same flea problem in the ear look at this elephant and say, what's wrong with this guy? You know, Is this a giant elephant? He should feel totally secure and powerful. But he's acting like he's some insect that has to run away because it'll be crushed, you see. And so you're out of touch with reality because you're listening to these flea thoughts. But they are not your own thoughts. They are not your mind. So the problem is you can't trust what you think is your own mind because it's the mind of a flea. It's not the mind of the Atman. And once you realize that, then the flea's game is over. You knock it out and it's gone and you're you're liberated. It's a very simple process. But first you've got to realize that it is the thoughts of a flea and not your own that are disturbing you. Okay? That's all that is. That's... That's what jnana is, knowledge. If you believe the flea is your own mind, you're in avidya, ignorance. If you realize it's just the thoughts of the flea, you're liberated already. You don't even have to get rid of the flea. You just have to know it's a flea. Okay, you know, I'll go to the veterinarian, he'll get a tweezers and take the flea out, and it's fine. That's what gurus are for. They're really flea removers. You know. They don't do anything else. But all you have to do is realize that that's what it is and the problems are over. Okay, so it's very simple. That's what all we're doing is when when we're meditating, is getting rid of the flea. And then we realize we are already divine, supreme, filled with love, filled with bliss, filled with joy and wisdom and clarity. Without those disturbing flea thoughts, our original nature emerges And we realized that we didn't need to be on some spiritual quest at all. We just needed to realize that we had already completed that quest. We are already the Atman that we're searching for. Okay? So it's a very simple process. So tonight, use either of these two metaphors. Get rid of this veneer of unease that's on the surface of your mind and enter into the depths or kick the flea out of your ear whichever way that seems more inviting to you as a resolution of whatever problems are there but the key is don't be hijacked by the ego mind okay don't be manipulated by it don't fall into believing it because it'll always tell you, ah, you did something wrong before that you should feel bad about, or something bad is going to happen, or whatever your ego pattern is that creates suffering. You deserve to have something bad happen, or that uh, 
you're, you're depressed because how bad things look, etc., etc. Let go of whatever these thoughts are and the emotions they cause by realizing it's illusion. And you're free. Without having to wait, without having to do a lot of very difficult sadhana, without having to spend hours and hours doing pranayamas and asanas and all kinds of things. Just go right to the source and realize that you are liberated here and now. Okay? Very simple path. Couldn't be easier.